Welcome to the Gifted Therapy Podcast, hosted by Mary Stone. Through her gift of being claircognizant, psychic, and her mediumship skills, you will be intrigued and educated about alternative ways of healing. Mary has 20 years of experience to bring her to this point. It all started with a tragedy of her own. She will be joined by me, Renee Johnson, the producer and a longtime client and friend of Mary's. I am a firm believer of all things spiritual and am a testimony of how Mary's sessions have changed my life. I hope these sessions can help you with clarity, peace, comfort, and closure, and provide you with helpful information as you move through your earthly journey. Everything provided in this podcast has come from Mary's own experience of doing private readings. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. So, In the spirit of Mother's Day, we wanted to do this podcast in honor of all the mothers out there. This is going to be a true story, Mary's true story actually, on the strength of a mother. So with that said, hi Mary. Hi Renee. I am so happy to do this podcast as usual. Um... It's sort of a sad day and happy day for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I think that this is good. Um, I wanted to dedicate this podcast to all the mothers out there Mm -hmm. that were forced out of their comfort zone so their families could survive. So I wanted to get the conversation started by first, you know, finding out what kind of challenges were you confronted with as a mother? Yeah, um, I was a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I had very little college education. I dropped out of college to um, get married. I wanted to stay at home and um, raise children and be with my husband. And my life changed in one day from being a stay-at-home mom and a housewife to a completely different role. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, what brought on this, this change all of a sudden? Well, my husband was at work. He came home one evening and he just said he wasn't feeling well. And I said, well, we need to go to the doctor the next day. And not thinking, you know, that it was really serious, but when we got the diagnosis, it was. He he had incurable, uh, inoperable brain cancer. Um, So that's basically how my journey started. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I'm going to tell you in the podcast is that prediction of him having uh, inoperable brain cancer. Wow. That's such, that's like really horrible news. Like, wow. And how, how did you absorb all of that? Well, the outcome was not good. Being sick, um, he lost his job, his health insurance, the company truck that he drove. Um, we lost our income. And I remember that night we went in our rooms and closed the door and we held each other and just cried. We were so scared for our two children and we were devastated with the news. Mm, Wow. And after this, you know, like 
I'm, I'm assuming he wasn't going to be able to work for a long time and things like that. And I'm sure the hospital bills were really high. Uh, how did you live? Like, how did you survive this? Yeah, you know, that's a very good question because, like I said, I was a stay-at-home mom um, with real no formal education and I said to my husband, what are we going to do? I, how are we going to live? You know, and I was refusing to go on food stamps and welfare. So I didn't want to go to the work in the mall. What do you, you know, $5 an hour at that time was minimum wage. How are you going to support a family of four? That wasn't going to work. Um, Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of things that we had to overcome uh, for us to survive. Mm. And like, how was your husband during this time realizing that um, you had to figure things out, you know? Well, you know, he was devastated. I mean, here we're trying to save his life, um, raise two children and have me go back to work and, you know, he he felt horrible. Um, I remember fighting with the insurance companies, trying to get him back on and health insurance. And the main thing was to save his life. Mm -hmm. And so what I decided to do, um, I knew that one thing that I was good at was uh, sales. Mm -hmm. And I said to my husband, if I could pass that real estate test, I know that um, I would be good at selling real estate. But not knowing anything about real estate and being dyslexic, I was like, my chances of doing this are like slim and none, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> And uh, I remember somebody telling me, well, if, you know, the math is horrible, you know, and I was like, well, I'm good at math, you know, so if I can pass the math portion of it, maybe I can just get through this, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I took the whole course and then I took it again and I took it again and I was like, okay, I just got to do this. And I remember passing it by like one or two points. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't even care. And, and the funny part is I got all the math right. <laughs> <laughs> Which everybody told me was the hardest part of the test. So, you know, it, you know, if you pass a test, you pass a test. That doesn't mean you know how to sell real estate or anything else, you know. So I went and started knocking on doors. Um, I would drive in my car and find for sale by owners and and knock on their door and for whatever reason they all let me in their doors i i didn't have a clue what i was doing but uh, i was just determined that i needed to survive and support my family mm. and um i remember getting oh god it was like 30 listings in one month which was unheard of because i was obsessed with doing this i just had to make money and when I got my first commission check, I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> and uh, I ended up being rookie of the year and written up in the national uh, ERA magazine. And just, it was just a gift that I could do this. And it took such a, a load off of my husband and, and my family um, that we could concentrate on, on him getting better because it was 
uh, a not a not a good outcome because the doctor told me, you know, there's there's really no cure for this, and that they know of, and it's inoperable. And God bless her soul. I'll never forget her. She was a doctor at Mount Sinai. She called all over the world to get a cure. Mm. And um, she said to me, I was sitting in her office. She said, you know. This is the only thing that I'm offering them right now. Um, but I will tell you that if we don't do this, he will die. And there's a chance he might die from the the treatment that I'm going to give him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so our options weren't good. And, you know, obviously we chose the treatment. So he went through it for almost a year. And um, after all of that, the tumor had shrunk the size of, um, I think it was like a golf ball. And the doctor said, we can't leave it alone because it's just going to grow right back again. And you have to go through that whole treatment all over again. But if you do, this is what's going to happen. And there was a list of things. And um, none of them were good. I mean, and he read it all and he signed it. He goes, go for it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this poor man. So he went through the whole treatment again. um, And it shrank the size of a pea. Mm-hmm. And um, the same thing. The doctor said you can't leave it alone because it will go right back again. And she says, but I don't think he's going to survive another round of this treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was very lyrant. What's the word I'm trying to say? Leery, leery, <laughs> leery mm-hmm. of doing it. And my husband just signed off on it. Said do it. And he went through it all again, and it was cured. Mm, wow. She was stunned. She she couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And his determination and my determination and the love of his family and, you know, not having to worry about the money situation and just getting better again and you know, just the fight that he had. And he was written up in, I don't know how many oncology books there was that this cancer was cured because they had never cured it before. And uh, she even brought it to the national uh, convention that year with two other doctors uh, presenting his case. So it was almost like a miracle that he, he did survive this. Wow. Um, That's incredible. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, really. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you remember the podcast that we did um, with Dr. Pianco? Yes. Yeah. Remember he said uh, about the woman, if if a woman sees her child caught underneath a car uh, and she runs over and picks up the car off the child? Yeah, it's like the an incredible Hulk strength. Like um, in a state of emergency, you find strength that you never knew you had, basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the adrenaline rush that I got. Mm-hmm. And like I had to survive. 
I had to protect my family. I had to protect my children. I had to protect my husband. It was almost like a two-year adrenaline rush that I couldn't slow down. It was, and that's the only thing I could think of is when Dr. Pianco, the cardiologist that we did a podcast with, said that mm-hmm. the mother's adrenaline can move a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just kept thinking when he said that, that's that's how I felt. It was almost like I had to save my family and the adrenaline rush never went away for a long, long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um so I could relate to that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a mother, you know, you have these survival skills that kick in when it comes to your children, when it comes to your family. And uh, I wanted to do this podcast because I know there's a lot of mothers out there that don't get credit for the things that they do for their family, mm-hmm. or maybe they don't know what they do. You know, I mean, my kids probably don't know half of what I did or, or what happened behind closed doors, you know, Um, because you want to protect them, you want them to be as normal as as you can, you know, and not have them worry about everything. So and I know there's a lot of mothers out there that don't get the credit that they really need. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think it's important that we we did this podcast. And I, I just, I felt good about doing it, especially this weekend. Yeah, definitely. I think it showcases that with all the strength and love that you put into your family, your family was able to survive these traumatic times. You know what I mean? And I think it takes sometimes the strength of a mother who cares deeply about her loved ones to really overcome hard situations like this one. Um, that was really tough. So I know if I was in your shoes, I'm sure I'd, I'd try to do the same thing and make sure everyone was, was well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, when you're confronted with something and you really don't have a solution right away and you're scared and, you know, I was scared for my husband, I was scared for my children, I was scared of not having food, not paying our bills. Um, And, you know, my poor husband, he was so sick, he couldn't help in any way. And, you know, he was always the breadwinner of the family. So it it took a lot of strength for our whole family to come through this. And like I said, he... He pulled through it. He did it. He obviously got a lot of side effects from all the treatment that he got. Um, you know, not all of them. The doctor, I mean, the list was unbelievable. He would go blind. He'd lose his hearing. He'd lose his saliva. He would have chronic fatigue. He would this, with this. I mean, the list was two pages long mm. if, if he went through the treatment the first time and then the second time and the third time. And he just kept signing off on it. He goes, I have no other choice. Mm. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fight. And you know what? He was a horseman all his life. And I'll tell you one thing. Horsemen are tough. (laughs) (laughs) I always kidded him. I was like, you know, he was brought up on a farm and, you know, he was a horseman. And uh, they're tough people. They're tough. Yeah. So he he did it. And um, it's important to me. 
that I told this story. So I'm I'm glad, and and I want to give mothers all the credit in the world uh, that have stepped up to the plate, that have come out of their comfort zone, and and did what they needed to do to to survive. Awesome, awesome. Well, I think this was a great episode, and I think that a lot of mothers will be able to relate to your resilience. Um, so with that said, thank you everyone for tuning in to today's episode. Please follow us on our Facebook page at Gifted Therapy and leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought of today's episode and any future episodes that you might want us to, to have. Thank you so much for listening.